This is GamerCast episode 376, Elder Scrolls Online. This is the show recorded on the 31st of March, 2014. Yeah, my name's Paul. Joining me this week, as always, is Catherine. Hello. Alright. Right. Uh, so, should we talk about the news? I'm playing this. Yeah. Uh, so, to start off, I thought I'd just mention Rezzed. Uh, so, I clocked to Rezzed over the weekend. Rezzed? That's in Birmingham. Which is in Birmingham. Started in Brighton. However, it progressed to Birmingham last year and continued being in Birmingham this year as well. Um, so, the main focus of the show still is it's a PC gaming event with a large influence of indie games. Um, and yeah, it was quite cool. Um, it's it's actually quite nice in Birmingham because it's not massively busy. I mean, it, it, there were still lots of people there, but it's not like you know how crazy Eurogamer Expo gets in London, where you know sometimes it's really hard to get through people because there's so many people else. there. Um, that no, there's a lot of space between the uh, the pods for the games, so it's a bit more free. Um, the food is probably about as expensive as I was caught, except they have three subways within the NEC. There's no why they need three subways. Um, but it's, it's kind of an ideal place as well, because for anyone who doesn't like kind of live in Birmingham, um, it's nice because it's attached to Birmingham International Train Station. Or Birmingham International Train Station. Uh, which makes it ideal, because then you can't really get lost. Because there's signs just saying, hey, go this way, and you're at the NEC um, but yeah some of the games on the show were pretty cool I wish I could have oh no out. my key bindings were all different it's his character <laughs> uh, it would have been nice to be there maybe two days to have a go at even more stuff um, but yeah it was a good show and I highly recommend it for if they're doing it next year um, because it just like the first res even though of course you have to go all the way to Birmingham for this one um, I would say it's definitely worth the travel Plus, from London Euston, you can get a train to Birmingham in about an hour if you get one of the fast trains. It's mega quick, so I highly recommend it. Unfortunately, if you, of course, just heard about Rezzed, um, sorry, you've just missed it. But it was a pretty cool event, so yeah. I hear they had alien isolation there. They did, and that's actually what I'm about to talk about next. Actually, I suppose one thing I could have said was about Rezzed. With it being indie-focused, they had some... Um, presentations which were quite nice one of which from uh, Ragnar Tornquest I think that's what his name is uh, who is one of the developers behind the Dreamfall games and the the upcoming Dreamfall chapters along with uh, Drag I can't think of what the name of it was Uh, a Nordic inspired kind of survival hiding game uh, and inspired by HP Lovecraft, and I think he said he named some Nordic people, but I wasn't sure of the, Four. the stories. Wotan slash writers. Who are you saying? Um, so yeah, the talks people. and that the talks were really cool, and they didn't actually last a whole hour, which meant you could finish one talk and queue up for another. Um, but yeah, as Paul mentioned, Alien Isolation was there, so it was playable. They had uh, the first public demo. Um, Mage's Guild on Xbox One, PS4, and PC, and as well as that, they had a talk at three 
p.m. I think it was, uh, where they actually announced the release date for Alien Isolation, which is on the 7th of October. I think it was 7th. Yeah, 7th of October in the UK. So I think, what, is that 4th of October in America, maybe? Um, Don't ask me. I only work here. I don't know. They come out on Fridays over here. They come out on Tuesdays in America. Um, So yeah, that's cool. So they've announced that. Um, Lots of people played the demo. It was Eurogamer's game of the show from uh, EGX Rest. And lots of people seem quite happy with it, so that's really cool. Uh, next up, Pokemon news. So Pokemon have announced they're doing a promotion with Game in the UK um, for Pokemon X and Pokemon Y. So they're doing a special Pokemon trading card game XY expansion treat. So for a limited time from the April the 4th. So April 4th, Friday, I think. Um, for a limited time, you can receive a free Magmar for Pokemon X or Electabuzz for Pokemon Y at game stores. Uh, redeemable codes for the characters will be printed on cash receipts upon request. Now, do you think when they say cash receipts, that means just the receipt? But they refer to it as a cash receipt for some reason? A money receipt. Because it's not like in, like, of course, in some stores you get a card receipt, which is separate from the normal receipt. Uh, but it's a bit weird that you have to request it but no purchase is necessary so I guess you can pop in and ask for a code Um, and I think there was something else here yeah Um, and Pokemon trading card game fans can also get a free Pokemon trading card game XY special sampling pack which will be available in store while stocks last all packs will include a special foil Pikachu plus one additional card from the XY expansion also once again no purchase is necessary so that's quite cool for anyone who likes Pokemon cards or used to like Pokemon cards no one likes Pokemon cards I used to like Pokemon cards nah I totally used to play it I had badges and everything um, so yeah, that's cool. Um, I would imagine the cards are from the same date as the Electabuzz and Magmar, so from the 4th of April. Um, Shelter 2 has been announced. So Shelter was a game that came out on the PC from a little indie company called Might and Delight, um, who was Swedish-based in Stockholm. And Shelter was about badges. So I haven't actually played it yet. I have a copy because I thought it sounded pretty cute. Um, because you're trying to survive and they've announced Shelter 2 which is their sequel to the original however um, you're now in the role of a lone lynx mother uh, so a lynx is like a, a kind of wildcat isn't it a lynx yeah um, it's also a helicopter is it it's also a deodorant I'm sure we could go for what well unless that's probably it um so yeah and you're playing this Link's mother in a vast open world um, have they got any other info the Lynx is a much more forceful experience compared to the, the slow and linear journey that the badger had um, where you have to improve your techniques for hunting prey and that's a large portion of the game um, as well as this there's things such as stamina different types of movements, jumps, and a variety of prey to kill. Um, And besides hunting, there's several maternal features that the lynxes have as opposed to the badgers, such as calling your little cubs closer, uh, making sure they drink water from rivers, and lifting and carrying them from harm's way. Um, Shelter 2 is coming out in the fall of this year for Steam, Good Old Games, and other digital platforms. So I think that's quite nice. Um... 
Company of Heroes 2, the Western Front Armies, has been announced by Sega, uh, which is a standalone multiplayer offering, um, launching June this year for $20, so whatever the equivalent will be in pounds, it could be... 50 quid. It could be 20 quid, it could be 15 quid, it all depends on what they decide the the price will be. Um, And each individual army will also be available as a standalone purchase for $13 via digital download. Um, brings you back. Do, do, do. So there's the U.S. forces and the German U- Uber Commando West. I'd like to say Uber Commando, but it's spelled with an O, so it's Uber. Um, each army has its distinctive tactical gameplay options: new infantry, team weapons, vehicles, abilities, and upgrades. On total of eight seasonal multiplayer maps set on the Western Front. So that'll be out in June, with no official set date as such, but other than June, so it's a month. Um, Souls and Soldiers HD has been announced and is being released. So we mentioned, uh, not, I don't think it was last week, I think the week before, about Souls and Soldiers 2 being announced for Wii U. Um, well, they're doing a upgraded version of the original for the Wii U as well. That's coming out in April. Kajit! She was cute. Uh, sorry, Paul's completely distracting me by playing Elder Scrolls Online and if I just glance up, I might see a kitty cat. Um, yes, so they're re-releasing Swords and Soldiers, H- well, Swords and Soldiers in a HD version, which will be coming out in April slash May. Um, so they've made use of the Wii U gamepad and the better output that the console has compared to the Wii. So it's got the same experience as the previous game. You can playable with custom touch scheme. Touch scheme, that's weird. Uh, you can also play it with the Wii Remote on the TV as well if you don't want to play it with the gamepad. Uh, there's a multiplayer mode combining the gamepad and the TV. And that's it. They don't have an official price yet or whether it will be April or early May yet. They don't officially know. Um, but they'll let people know closer to the dates. Uh, the UK Games tax relief things went through. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, officially that just means if game developers follow some certain criteria, they may be able to get, uh, I imagine, a small amount of money from the government. Is that basically the... Yeah. I don't know do I? Oh, I I'm playing you, Elder Scrolls you're, you always know your so why would Dinandau know about UK tax policy this is you? set in a different world <laughs> um, yeah I remember looking at a, a checklist kind of thing back when they I was just remembering what he said. Back when they announced the, the tax relief stuff before of how you need certain criteria to be eligible for it um, but they want to do it to, you know, boost the UK games uh, industry and promote it to the rest of the world. I mean, there's a lot of com- uh, developers in the UK and there's a lot of good games coming out, uh, so it makes sense to promote it. I mean, Canada have similar things. Uh, other people's countries do things as well. Apparently, um, there's a Norwegian thing that funds games because they're funding Dreamfall chapters which is quite nice of them um, so they get a little bit of money helped out by the government as well as their Kickstarter stuff they did 
Um, but yeah, so it was greenlit by the European Commission. Um, they haven't really said... Um, they're focusing on ensuring UK developers from all parts of the country and of all sizes know how they can benefit from the scheme. And they're having a event at BAFTA on Friday. Um, it's sold out, so people can't attend it if they haven't already got tickets. But they've got a few people talking about it, so like Ian Livingstone just talking about how he thinks it will affect our industry and stuff like that. Um, they're also doing tax production credit roadshows and how-to workshops around the UK from April with tax experts and the BFI um, helping out developers and explain to them how they can apply and if they are eligible for the benefits. Uh, the first briefing session is on the 15th of April in the UK HQ and they're doing further ones in Edinburgh, Birmingham, uh, Liverpool, Bristol as well. So that's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, Hatsune Miku Project Diva F Second has been announced to be coming out in the UK. So we only mentioned Diva F the other day. Um, and the sequel will be coming out on PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita. Uh, it'll be once again a PlayStation Network release. It features 20 classic songs from the previously Japan only PSP games. Um, and is slated for a release in fall this year. So any people that have picked up the most recently released Hatsune Miku game uh, may be interested in the fact that there's another one coming out very soon. Um, Metro Redux has been announced, uh, which is the a next generation release of the Metro games. Um, so it was actually uh, leaked earlier on today, I believe that there was potentially a re-release of Metro going on and Deep Silver have confirmed it as well now and yeah so have I got any info uh, yeah so like it started with some images emerging for a PS4 Xbox One release of them and it's true so that's cool um, I haven't got a date there Um, but that might tempt me because I've I haven't picked up Metro Last Light yet, so I think I'd like to pick it up for Xbox One with uh, 2033. Although I've already got 2033, uh, but I don't mind picking them up together if I get them for the new consoles. Um, it was rumored though from the images that went out that it was coming out in July, so maybe that happened. There was also mention of a day one DRC token, soundtrack, art cards and limited edition packing. If there's all those things involved as well, that gives me even more reasons to be picking it up. Uh, games with Gold, Microsoft have announced their two new games for April. Uh, so the first game which will be available from the first is Hitman. Yeah, uh, it's Hitman uh, Absolution for anyone who hasn't played it yet. Uh, if anyone hasn't played it, the, the Chinatown level is like the best level uh, because it was their demo it was their slice of game that they showed off at all the events that people could play and you could really tell that they put a lot of effort into it and I mean the rest of the game is pretty cool I still need to finish it um, but that that Chinatown level was amazing 
so that's coming out, so you'll be able to pick that up for free. And then from the 16th of April to the 30th, they'll also have Deadlight, which is a cool um, 2D platforming horror platform adventure game, uh, which is quite nice. Um, I really enjoyed it when it came out. Uh, the game itself can be slightly frustrating at times, especially when a certain helicopter is involved. But otherwise, it's a it's quite a solid game. It's got a nice story to it. Uh, visually, it looks really nice. And for free, I highly recommend picking it up as well. Uh, I think it came out at like 1,200 Microsoft points or around that when it launched. Um, and then some Xbox news, which is Phil Spencer is now the new boss of Xbox. Um... He will lead the Xbox, Xbox Live, and Creative Teams, which include Xbox Music, Xbox Video, and Microsoft Studios. Um, this, of course, comes about because that guy left recently, right? What was the name of the guy that left? I can't remember what his name is, and I haven't got it on here. Well, quite a few of them have left. Uh, well, a guy who got bumped up left quite recently, I thought. Um, and then, to even that out, there's been some Sony news, which actually is quite unfortunate um, the earlier in the week I think it was actually maybe just the day after we did last week's show um, Sony laid off an unconfirmed number of employees from their studios which included uh, three of the UK studios which is Evolution Studios who have been working on Drive Club uh, Gorilla Cambridge who worked on Killzone Mercenary recently and SCE London uh, they'd been working on something unconfirmed or unannounced um, it hasn't been said whether it was like f- what I'd imagine if it was like a full studio shutdown that would have been said um, but it may have just been you know changing products and they just had too many staff um, it can always be various different other things uh, there are I wouldn't say there are tons of jobs going at the moment in the UK games industry there's quite a few hopefully all the developers who have um, sadly been let go by Sony won't decide to to jump ship um, because it's it's always a bit sad when you know UK developers leave the country because then it kind of weakens, I suppose, what's left of the games industry over here. I mean, it's happened a lot recently with a lot of studios closing down, so it's a real shame. Um, but hopefully, they can all find new jobs or have maybe potentially even already found new jobs um, to employ them. So yeah, that's a bit... I suppose I kind of finished it on a bit of a down note. Which is a bit... On a good note, Elder Scrolls Online is coming out. Doggy! Hey, is that the dog with the quest? This hey, dog, dog does not have a quest. I got a quest from a dog when I played at E3. I had to... F- don't kill him! Oh. You can't. He must be the dog that gives you the quest then. What quest? I had a talking dog give me a quest when I played it. That dog doesn't talk. How do you know that? Why are people just reading blank piece of paper? He looks cool. Is he? Because a- this is what you do. This is what happens when you look at the map. So when a player's looking at the map, oh really? You the map, when you're looking in your bag, you see a player like go Let through their bag. Let me look at their face. I think that that guy looks quite cool. Is he an elf then? Okay, Minzy, level thirteen. Apparently, you look quite cool. I yeah. think you look like a bit of a noob. I mean, okay, yeah, he's him versus Dinadal. His kind of tattoo stuff looks a little bit. <laughs> That looks great. <laughs> that looks great, Paul. Whoops. Oh no, I just bolted off the um, thing. I don't know. The I think the kind of 
difference in colour between his, I guess his tattoo, or unless his face paint, I don't know, and his skin tone's quite cool. And the colour of his hair goes with it as well. Dinner Dow does object. Mr. Blonde-haired elf man. He's the He-Man of the elves. <laughs> He-Man. Wow, you're a lot taller than him, aren't you? Well, he's, a, he's a Dunmer. Oh, okay. I'm a high elf. releases this week so let's talk about the new releases so obviously Elder Scrolls Online is coming out uh, the reason everyone's really playing it is because if you pre-ordered it you got early access was it only if you pre-ordered the pre-ordered edition or was it no if you pre-ordered, pre-ordered the normal if you pre-ordered the normal edition you had free day early access <laughs> why did you see a horse come out of a building <laughs> oh okay I see he mounted his horse the second he came out um Sorry, I got distracted by the horse and the man. Um, so there's various editions of the game. Uh, you've got the standard edition and then the Imperial, is that right? There's no in-between? There's, well, there's a digital, digital. Imperial edition. Um, yeah, so there's the digital version of the Imperial edition, which just has all the di- digital features, uh, but of course no figure and whatnot that the standard Imperial edition comes with. Um, as Paula says, you can you can get early access if you pre-order it before it's released. However, you're all kind of running out of time, anyways. Um, the cost of it per month is nine quid. Nine quid, as per usual, I guess, because Wow's eight nine nine, right? Um, level cap is fifty. Fifty. Well, I'm I'm kind of asking you because I know you know about it. Um, if you purchase the Imperial Edition, you can play as the Imperials. If you don't, you cannot play as an Imperial. Unless they decide to... You can also get the Imperial Horse, which means you don't have to save up thousands and thousands of gold to get a horse. You can just buy this straight away for one gold. Oh, just like if you're a Paladin and WoW, you get a free horse. Yeah, but it's unlike WoW, you don't need to do all this training. Yeah, you don't need to be level 20 either. Or quests, or like if you're doing the paladin, you had a quest chain to get that horse. Yeah, didn't you? I, yeah, you did. Yeah, in this you just go to the stable dude, buy the horse. So actually, let's go to the stable dude because they're up here. Yeah. What are your thoughts so far on it? Um, I like it. There are a few things that I think WoW have has done better. Basically, well, and if I if you ask my opinion, if they just copied World of Warcraft and set it in Tamriel, uh, that's all they needed to do really. Yeah, you can buy a horse. So most of the horses are like. You know, oh, geez. a lot of money or Imperial horse one goal so do you reckon most of the people with horses running around right now have everyone Imperial? with horses running around right now like, but it means you can't have a cute brown got... horse or... well, if you want a cute brown horse save up your bloody money okay I'm sorry 42,000 will take you a little while to save but... what is the money income like I mean how much money do you have well my level 10 would have about 2,000 gold if I hadn't spent it all you spent it all? Bag upgrades and stuff. Ah, uh, bags. Get back. What's the closest? Why should I trust my What? Oh, it was a quest. Okay. Um, Are you doing GamerCast? Yeah, I'm you... sorry. I've been watching you play it because you were talking about yeah, it. Yeah, but I have to edit this into a podcast afterwards and you not doing anything <laughs> makes it really difficult. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so Paul seems to be enjoying Elder Scrolls Online so I imagine he gives it his thumbs up. 
Yep, and I can't wait for the console noobs to play it and not understand it whatsoever. Um, I imagine the standard copy costs about 30 quid or 40 quid maybe. The reason I'm not paying attention to any of this quest stuff is I've already done it all about 20 times. Oh, you did it as Dayton now? No, but I did my like first character as Dinadow in the beta, did all this. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, Elder Scrolls Online's out. Then we've also got Dynasty Warriors Extreme 8. Yeah, that's coming out this oh, week. Oh, Extreme Legends. Dynasty Warriors 8 Extreme Legends on the PlayStation 3. Where am I supposed and to be going? Dynasty okay. Warriors 8 Extreme Legends Complete Edition on the PlayStation 4 slash PlayStation Vita. This is for anyone who still loves the Dynasty Warriors games. I used to love playing them. I used to play them a lot on the PS2. But I, I just did it to, you know and slashy kill people um, they're not releasing them on the 360 you can only get it on the this is pro horse skills when you say pro horse skills isn't it more just keyboard skills you're you not, try and do it you're not riding a horse right now you try and do it ok you can do it better than me <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm sorry um and yeah, those are the only releases this week. Um, so if you're a PC gamer, you may want to check out Elder Scrolls Online because at least even if you decide you don't like it, you could play it for a month and just not have a subscription. Oh my god, talk to the woman. Um, is it not letting you talk? And if you want a new Dynasty Warriors game, you can pick up Extreme Legends. Nobody likes Dynasty Warriors. And uh, yeah, that's that's all the releases for this week. Um, it's quite a, a quiet week, I suppose, for games. Oh, look at his hair! I like his hair. Oh, I totally play as a Khajiit if I was playing this. Or can you play as an? You can play as an Argonian, can't you? See, I'd be tied between a lizard or a cat. They are cool. Hey, everyone watching the uh, stream, join the guild. Order of Nerevar on the EU servers. It's mainly focused on the uh, Ebonheart Pact. But just join it because it's cool, because we secretly don't like the tribunal, so we're a secret underground organization that is uh, waiting for the return of Nerevar. I like that you're a secret underground organization. Yeah, man, that's why I was in prison. Not that everyone... That's my backstory. Okay. I'm not some thief noob like this. Noob. What am I doing in here? I've forgotten. I don't know. I'm talking to a cat. I'm steal this barrel. <laughs> um, and I suppose as well, for anyone who guessed name that game, if anyone wondered what it was, it was a Frogger clone called Hopper that was released on the Acorn Electron uh, for anyone who ever owned that computer um, or Hopper um, nobody owned that I did we had an Electron we had Hopper nah. me and Charlotte we played it um, a couple of people got it right so I'll be posting that on the Gamecast Facebook page later on later on and I'll post up a new name that game as well um, I'll try and figure out something. Obviously, not as hard as Hopper, 
because of course most people guessed it was Frogger which is easy but the way you tell it apart it's easy to you know from a first glance just guess that but there are multiple things that are completely different with it um Frogger has a time bar as opposed to a time number um no no entry Paul Um, various different differences in the the kind of little images for the graphics as well as I think something else on the bar at the bottom maybe the life counter was different I can't even sneak past with my invisible spells um, so yeah I suppose that's it for this week yeah that is it for this week so we'll see everyone again next week when I play more space engineers probably mm. Uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash gamercast. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash gamercast on air. Uh, Twitter. That's kind of it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you can, of course, watch Paul occasionally play games via Twitch on our Twitch account, which is twitch.tv slash gamercast.net. Like he's doing right now. Yeah. Trying to shoot people with arrows. Um, so yeah, until next week, see everyone later.